This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the White Tail Lakes Podcast. We're all set up here down this creek bottom. Being Buck's been in here a bunch of times, so good chance to see him on him. Meh. Smoked him. I think he just crashed, brother. <laughs> Absolute money, dude. It's 76 degrees out. We just set up 80 yards from a buck and killed him at 18 yards. Here we are. We're set up on a, this grave that's been absolute fire for the last eight days. We know a shooter went in here to bed this morning. Matt. Get it? That was at eight. That's at eight. Bucked out October 28th. Homies up for the rest of November. But absolutely incredible season. Both kills on hanging hunts, right on the beds, and just making it, making it happen. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes with episode eight, eight straight days of podcasting with you guys, eight straight episodes released, um, damn near at 7 a.m. Central Time is when I've been releasing these. I think the first one was a little off because, you know, it was after, it was just the announcement of the show, but after that, it's been 7 a.m. on the button. Um, got a ton of people listening, so shout out to everybody that's been tuning in and listening to the show. I hope you guys are enjoying it, um, letting you know what I'm seeing out there, and hopefully it motivates you to get out there and get in the woods as well. Um, let's start off with the people that make this possible. Um, Exodus powered all this, guys. Um, uh, two years ago, they did the same thing. It cost me more money to host this many podcasts, so they stepped in and covered the fees and gave me a little kickback for doing so many episodes um, every night after I go hunting, uploading them, making a cover art. Uh, there's a lot of steps and processes, calling a guy, lining that out. So big shout out to them. Um, they, I heard 
um, on the grapevine that they have a killer Black Friday sale coming up. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, it's going to be a badass sale. The best savings of the year is what I'm hearing. So if you guys are in the market for a mobile cam um, and you want it for the rut, go ahead and hit it now. But if you can hold out, hit that Black Friday sale because that's going to be the best savings of the year. And you get to hear more about that on the weekly podcast that we come up to uh Wednesday here. Um, starting off with what I did this morning. Well, this morning a huge front came through, and there was uh, up to 50 mile wind gust, and uh, it was really, really, really nasty out. I woke up, went outside, um, and I decided last night I decided I wasn't going to go. I stayed up a little bit later with my kids, watching TV, hung out with them, uh, played some video games with my oldest kid for maybe 45 minutes there, and enjoyed that and then uh, the wife wanted to wife and mother-in-law wanted to get some flowers um, from big lots I think to put on the gravestones for Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas so um, my wife asked would this be a good day to do that and I said that would be perfect um, so she left the morning there um, I actually went outside and shot in that 40 mile an hour wind 50 mile an hour wind and wow that made a huge difference um, I was out there and it was the the arrow flight was definitely not where I was aiming. It was still on the target, but it wasn't exactly where I was aiming with with the broadhead. So, if you're ever in a situation like that, that's something to think about. I've never shot in 40, 50 mile an hour winds like that, but I figured, hey, if I'm going out and something comes in early, um, we're gonna see you know what the arrow will do. So, um, I didn't plan on taking any shots past 20 yards um, until that wind died down. But that wind died down. And I ended up having a pretty good sit. I had a buck I know pretty good. Uh, I've encountered him once already this year. Um, and he I got a bunch of trail cam picture of him. Just a real, real solid eight-pointer. Probably 120, 125 class eight-pointer. Real good, real tall, tight, you know, out to his ears, rack, good time length, good brows. Um, he was cruising the field there, doing a little grunting. Um, he just about got to my scent cone and then he kind of cut north. So it didn't, that was nice. I thought he was going to get into my scent cone, but he ended up not. And then I had three does come out really, really late, but it was crazy because, uh, I thought the movement would be earlier since they were held up from that front all night and, you know, all the wind all day and not, not feeding very much, but the movement was not until last, last light. I'm talking last 20 minutes is when I seen these deer. I was setting on an ag so food source, corn, pick corn field, and there's a pick bean field, and then there's a kind of like a clover alfalfa field just to the backside of that. So it's a nice little smorgasbord for them, um, and most of the timbers to the south. But I was watching over a gigantic field, um, and I only seen those four deer, and that buck came from a long ways away. He was cruising pretty good. Um, and then he cut back north and went back in the timber. And then those three does come out, like I said, right at last light. And they hung around, actually got out of the stand. And uh, they were still out there at 40 yards of the moon. If you're out tonight, the moon was incredible. You could see, I didn't even use a flashlight or anything on the way out. Um, you could see 50 yards. So I could still see those does out there feeding when I got down and went to the truck. Um, but the cams have been pretty good. Doe's moving tonight. Um, I expect the movement tomorrow to be really, really good. So um, plan for tomorrow is I'm going to go and get in uh, the King food plot set and the lower pinch. Um, I had a buck 
just going off historical data because I don't have a lot of going on right now. I got a preset stand in there. I can go in there. I have a, a buck called Bud Heavy that we've had for three years now. This will be the fourth year. And then he came through there um, early in the morning on November 5th last year um, and stayed there kind of that whole day. So I'm just going after historical data and seeing if he makes that same travel route um, this year. So I'm going to go in there. Like I said, that's where Chips and Dip is, the the giant deer that I'm after. He's really, really good deer. So I'm going to go in there after uh, Bud Heavy and Chips and Dip. And uh, if anything else works through that pinch, this this property that is going I'm going on is the, we've hunted it for quite a while now, and uh, we've only killed one buck off of it or two bucks. We killed two bucks off of it, but uh, it's uh, it's set up weird. It's kind of the northern zone of the timber, and then they have to go across a big field. But there's a lot of corn standing around it right now. Probably two or three hundred acres of corn um, still up. So I'm hoping that they that's holding some deer and they pinch out of that and come towards me or anything pitches from the north and works down. We'll have to go right through this pinch. So there is a couple scrapes there, but all my cams on scrapes and my actual visual scrapes, um, they've been pretty dead. Here is our guest calling in. Um, so let's get him on the line and see what he's got going on. You there, brother? What up, big guy? What's up, Nick? How's it going? It's going, man. How are you doing? Going good. Just uh, actually podcasting. I just figured I'd hook you up, and when you when you hit the ring button, I'd go right into it, and then we'd start from there. So, Sweet. Sounds good. Sounds so, good. Yeah. What? How, how's the rut been going for you here recently? Kicking my ass. I know. Same, same <laughs> here, man. This weather don't help. <laughs> yeah. The hot weather's been a struggle for a lot of people, I know, but uh, you got any... You got any predictions for this this cold front that's coming up here soon? Uh, you're talking about this one this this weekend or this one that's coming up in the next like seven days? Because uh, that one in yeah the next one this one on the this weekend it's like tomorrow and then to Tuesday yeah it's pretty solo but then that next one's gonna be incredible. Yeah, it's supposed to be like like a like a thirty temperature drop like what Thursday I think Thursday Friday yeah I think I've like seen a a high. I think I seen a low like twenty eight. Yeah, I'm like that's when when you get below freezing, that's when this stuff really, really, really. Yeah, I. So, dude, I have horrible. I get random luck with like the beginning of November. Like I'll just happen to be on a doe that comes in. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems to me that I always have that better, especially with the big bucks, man. The later the November gets, and I don't. My my philosophy behind it is that. Then big boys, they they have, you know, rights to the breeding area. So they don't have to move. They don't have to go anywhere. They don't really have to change their pattern too much. You know what I mean? Other than just trying to figure out where the does are at. You know what I mean? I feel like the later it gets in November, that's when then big boys start to, to move around and check things out and be a little more um, stupid, if you will. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think November 7th and November 8th is the – the days that the most Boone and Crockett bucks are harvested on average yep. throughout the whole entire year. So that's coming up here real soon. We're going to have some yeah. decent weather. Um, but it seems like from the 5th on, it gets a lot better uh, for yeah. me. 7th has always been my favorite day. 7th and 9th is if anybody's always yeah. asked me. It's just because yep. you get a cold, frosty morning from anywhere from the 5th to the 15th. You get a nice, good morning. 
um, you're yep. you're in for some good deer movement. So I I agree with the same. The bigger especially deer, when it's hot like this. Yeah. When it's hot and then all of a sudden it gets really cold again because that's usually Illinois is famous for that. Like it just gets really hot somewhere in October, November, and then that first cold front that comes in after it's been hot for a week or two is usually fire. Yeah, got to be in the woods. All, these, in the woods. all these bucks are held up. They want to breathe. They know it's getting close, mm-hmm. but uh, I they I, get fired. It's crazy that the light switch vent on the scrapes is they're just hitting them, nailing them, nailing them. Nothing, you know. What I mean, it's yep. just crazy. Everything's got leaves in them, and the cameras are dead. Yeah, you'll find one that's getting hit, and I've sat one that I found that's getting destroyed, and then I sat it twice. I sat an evening hunt and a morning hunt at it, and nothing. Yeah. So the scrape days are over, but man, it was yep. It was a weird late October for me. It's just um, I I passed some good deer um, in October there too, and it just seemed like it wasn't. My cams weren't on as fire as they normally were, but I know a lot of people were saying that their cams weren't. That's how my cameras are. We get, I got a few cell cameras back in some bedding areas that we're just kind of using to monitor these really deep bedding areas on public. And it seems like we'll get just, we got a few bucks living in that area. And even on our regular cameras in that area, they're not making the jumps that they did last year where, especially this time of year, you see a lot more bedding to bedding area movement, you know, or, you know, especially on bigger pieces, you'll get them. At least we do in this one property that we've been hunting is we'll get them on, on a camera here and then we'll see them the next morning or even on a camera. I mean, a mile down the road, I mean, it's in the same property, but just maybe across the street and a mile down and like, they're not doing that this year at all. Yeah. That's my urban piece. I was going through past trail cam data I don't have a lot going on right now, um, and and I'm trying to pick and choose where I set with the wind. So I just went to where I could set with the wind, and then went to past trail cam data and was looking through it. And uh, my urban piece was just lit up last year at this time. There's seven does in there. They're on my plot almost every day. One of them's a button buck. I'd seen that a couple days ago. So six does, and uh, there's just not any bucks in there using that area. And, and last year I had a scrape in there and a three different bucks hit it November 5th night, you know, and, and it's just, right. not, they're just not there, um, this year. And now I have two scrapes on that plot and the deer are just not there and nothing's changed. I have, I've hunted that place twice, yeah. you know, and so, it's crazy. So here's my question. And this is something I've been thinking about. We haven't had this cold of a November or October in a long time. Do you think that's what's really affecting it? Because that's what I feel. I feel like this cold, we haven't had probably, what, two, three years. We we might have like a cold snap in October. Yeah. But we had a good two, three weeks of it being pretty, pretty good. Yeah. For I think October, that's changed. Sure. Yeah. I think that's what's changing um, the dynamics of the, the beginning of November. Yeah. It's hard to say, man. I The Bucks are... I, I didn't get near like the random bucks. I haven't got any random bucks on any cam yet. It's all I haven't bucks either. that have been there all year. And most I of the time right now, that. I have some, you know, like, oh shit, where'd this deer come from? You know, right. I did have one buck, uh, and it was a giant. It was a giant. It was probably an '80s class deer. Um, come through on uh, the king piece um, mm-hmm. at, at like 1 a.m. 
and work the scrape there at the food plot where I'm going to set tomorrow. But never seeing him, probably never see him again. That's just how that property works. You just have to be be there. You know, it's just a travel pinch kind of corridor property, not a, a living property. But other than that, I mean, I'm running a bunch of cams, a bunch of mobiles. Uh, I just haven't got the random deer. It's just the same deer that have been there all year still work in the same areas but i didn't yep. lose a lot of bucks either yeah same I, I we pretty much have the like so but one of those cell cams that we have be back in a bedding area is like it's kind of just a ridge that sits on the edge of a field so there's a field and then it drops down into a, like a, a creek bottom right yeah and uh, they bed on that ridge and they bed really close to that camera but there's also we have that camera set up on a scrape that's there every year and it gets used all year round and it's the same three bucks that are hitting it we've got a real wide 10 pointer that we've been chasing we got videos and pictures of him last year brandon actually had him at about 25 yards and snuck in behind him uh last year late season and he's he's a stud and he's hitting it pretty frequently um or that bedding area but we've had no no bucks that have randomly moved in or passed through or or anything like that so yeah it's been a weird first of november for me but like you said the the cold october and then the hot first of november i was thinking tonight was going to be the light switch but maybe tomorrow will be the light switch event where these bucks would be like okay these does are going to move so i'm going to have to start moving and right and all it takes is the first couple hot does to get it come into heat and they oh, really, yeah. really are going to get amped up so yep right now you're just out there and you're like man it's just it's, it's just, a grind yeah, it's just slow yeah, you know? yeah it's, it's a not, grind you said out there you're like i waited all year for this just out here yep. just sitting by myself just barely existing you know <laughs> yeah but uh Tell, telling yourself you do it for the scenery yeah you're like <laughs> right. ah, you know it it's it i can you tell just, you one thing my cameras went crazy today did they? But it was because of that freaking wind. Yeah. <laughs> I got a million pictures of a, a, a tree limb going by yeah. my yeah. I, yeah. I did I thought I was I thought this afternoon was gonna be way better. I did see a you know, a one twenty five, one thirty class uh buck tonight. Um, yep. yeah, grunting by himself, you know, he's cruising the edge of a field and then some does, but it wasn't the you know, when I hunted it on a cold front in October, I seen nineteen deer four bucks yeah. and a shitload of does i seen three does and the movement was like really 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 late so but i'm talking i talked to a lot of people with this podcast um a lot of people are messaging me and then i mm -hmm. also talked to a lot of people that i'm just friends with that say hey you know how, how's it going out there blah blah yeah you know to keep keep out in the stand something to do yeah and everybody's not seeing shooters it's like yep there's there's a lot of people that are just like i'm gonna wait until it gets cold i'm not even gonna hunt and then there's some people yeah. that are having luck. You know, I haven't heard of anybody that shot one of like one, you know, or something like that. No. Yeah. I've seen, I have a few guys that from doing the same thing with Instagram. I get a lot of guys that just message me in the stand and, you know, we just kind of BS like you, you know, like me and you do a yeah. lot. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, I, I have a couple people that are saying they've been seeing a lot of midday movement and, but it's real short and they'll see it, you know, they'll have two or three bucks do it once or twice in the day and they just they're moving from one thicket to the next but i haven't seen that yeah, i got i got one picture from brian today um he's bucked out 
and I think it was like eleven o'clock. He had one cruising. Yeah, he sent me a picture of. But like I, like I said on this podcast, you know, you can kill him. It's just you can kill him Being right now. It's, it's just hard, you know. And yep, this and, weather and tomorrow seat morning, time. Yeah, tomorrow morning will be. There'll be a lot of people that are like, man, it was a, it was a great morning. It's incredible. Morning. I think so. You know, it's, yeah, I think the so. Wind's this wind comes down. through. Yeah. yeah, it was it was fifty mile an hour winds this morning when I woke up. Gust of fifty. Yeah, it was gnarly. Yeah. yeah. So I'm on I'm on daddy duty until Monday, and then um, I'm going back to work until that cold front. And then once that cold front ends, I'm I'll jump back and do a tree. But dude, I I can't buy luck this year to save my life. Freaking! It seems like every time I. I basically what I've been doing is since we haven't had the the movement on our cameras, I've been bouncing to just other pieces that I have uh, history with and know, you know, kind of I can walk in, check the sign. If the sign's in there, then I kind of have an idea what what them bucks do in those properties and I can just move in on it. And uh, I mean, dude, I'm talking every every couple of days I've been bouncing different properties and. I mean, it'll take us three or four properties just to find good sign. And then it seems like I set up on the sign and everything that can go wrong will go wrong. I found a bunch of sign this week and uh, moved in. This is an old a piece that I've hunted for years. And um, I actually had an opportunity at probably one of the biggest bucks I've ever had an opportunity on public. And uh, I got him narrowed down back there. This is years ago. And uh, the guy, I spooked him by getting down out of the tree too early and uh, had him at like 40 yards, didn't know it. And he took off and ended up getting shot across the street the next day. Man. Um, so when I went in there, I had the same sign that I had when that buck was in there, but bigger. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, if it's bigger than the sign that I was seeing when I was chasing that deer, and he was probably 165, 70-inch, 10-pointer. Um. I was like, something's got to be in here that's pretty gnarly, but there's standing corn in it, and I know where they like to bed off of that field, but I've never really hunted it with the standing corn, especially still. It's usually out by now, and uh, the first hunt, we didn't see anything. I got, well, I seen a deer's ass, but I don't know what it was, <laughs> and then I went back the next day and sat it and moved all the way back to, this would have been yesterday or maybe the night before, Thursday night. I went all the way back to this piece. Um, all the way to the back corner of the property, snuck my way in, got in real quiet, get set up. And there's a guy that owns private next to the public and it's pretty close to his property. Well, he decided he was going to go trim lanes from his yard to the pri or to the public. <laughs> and he was out there on one of those like wood chippers that you push around. Oh gosh. So yeah, I was like, well, maybe the deer are used to him, you know, yeah. screwing off back there and sure shit didn't see nothing and then i get all the way back to the tree or back to the truck you know a little irritated wore out the grind you know here in your head and uh i start patting down my pockets and i drop my my um uh, <laughs> i drop my tags and my hunting uh, license and i have no idea where they're at i went back and walked the trail that i walked in walked the trail back out and it's a probably three-fourths of a mile if not a mile back never found it looked underneath the tree never found it so oh gosh i just can't i can't yeah. buy luck this year yeah <laughs> well like i said it's the grind man just keep yep keep going and then hopefully something happened the you know i do this rutcation podcast series and i hunt so much and i go so much and i record every you know night and it's like right. the sea in my in your mind you start to think that the season's over when the 
you know, it's when, it's when just I got to go good. back to work on the 15th, you know, <laughs> yep. you're like, yeah. oh, it's over. I didn't get it done, but uh, we still got a ton of season. Let my late oh, season yeah. should be really good. I got some good late season plots and I'm not definitely not giving up, but I'd like to buck definitely out, not. you know, right. during this series. Yeah. But uh, I'm being pretty I'm... selective this year, so we'll see see what happens yeah i'm not a i'm not a huge rut guy like i said I, I definitely like the end of the rut a lot more than i like the beginning of it i've always found like i see my my bigger bucks make those those larger movements and do dumber shit come you know about thanksgiving time but uh yeah i mean it is funny you i think it's just be, like you were saying like you get you start to get to the point like you're like oh man season's almost over and i think it's just because we hunt so much yeah you know what i mean we put four or five days a week into the woods and you're doing that and getting your ass kicked at the same time you're like jesus like, yeah i'm on day eight <laughs> you know right. day eight and i took one day off um there after i missed that buck or hit the limb on the buck i had a yeah. listener message me and said you didn't miss him you hit a limb i'm like well that's still a miss so but if the guys listening for the first time, you know, he'd be like, oh, I missed right. one. But no, when I hit the limb on the buck, uh, I took the next day off and kind of, you know, mentally prepared. Licked your wounds. Yeah, it was 72 <laughs> out, so I wasn't real right. jacked on go. Anyways, but, I mean, I that's uh, seven days I've hunted, you know, and I still got – I got till next uh, – I got to the 15th, so. Oh, yeah, you got good time. And that'll be perfect right at the end there. You'll get – that real good weather will get yeah. you really motivated. Yeah, that real good weather. I'll be out there freezing, still not seeing anything. But <laughs> All right, brother. Well, we'll I let the people know that. where they can find you. I got 1% on my phone So before, oh, we, before we lose it here. Yeah, um, I'm Lethal Nick on Instagram. And uh, then uh, it's Lethal Prairie on YouTube. And you can find me on both of those. That's where I do a lot of my, my filming and I'm probably gonna be starting a podcast like you eventually, so nice. that's where you'll that's where you'll see it all. Yes, sir. All right, bro. Well, we'll have you on a full length episode soon once I get this series done. I got a whole list yeah. of guys I want to get on, but appreciate you coming on and letting the people know what you're seeing and how it's going out there. Of course, man. Good luck, dude. All right, have a good night. All right, well there you have it. Another hunter out there doing the same thing on the struggle bus. Um, like I said, I know. A lot of my friends that are killers, they're not seeing big bucks. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Like I said, my plan for tomorrow, I'll be in the food plot stand uh, on the scrapes there on Kings. Hoping something works that pinch out of that. There is some does that are bedding there. Hopefully they're wanting to get from one bedding to the south to the north of the property. And I'm using that southwest wind to, to edge them out there. But that's the plan, guys. Uh, daylight savings time. So the sleeping in is over we got to get up early as hell out there to get in the stand bed by daylight but uh give you a little more time in the afternoon um you know it'll be getting dark at 5 30 now 5 20 crazy um be shooting be shooting lights over so uh, i appreciate you guys tuning in all the way to the end appreciate you listening to the show um keep your head up if you're out there hunting and, and haven't got it done yet lots of good days yet to come the weather just showed up um have some fun out there. Try to do the right thing. Try to leave a legacy, and White to Legacy is out.